Welcome everybody to the latest episode of I Am Talk. We have my good friend, Neil Norman LaRoya in the house today. And mm -hmm. Neil, so good. You go by Neil, right? Yep, I go by Norman. Neil. is your first Neil name, Norman. middle name. No, Neil Norman is my whole first name. Whole, that's yeah. awesome, that's uh, awesome. No hyphens is- No so, hyphens, a, just a, a Double N. Yeah. Double N, yeah. okay. <laughs> I love that, I love that. Neil, mm -hmm. Neil Norman. Um, mm -hmm. I just uh, remember the first time that we actually got to meet each other mm -hmm. was in New York. Yeah. Right? Was it in New York? Yeah, we, we, we were going to New York and um, it was my first time and it was like, you used to live there. I used right? to live there for, for less than a, yeah, less than a year. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other story, but no, yeah. no, no. no. <laughs> we were working on a video project with mm -hmm. the Hawaiian Airlines and RKT mm -hmm. Media, right? But yeah. we had the chance to uh, not only work on uh, an amazing project together but yeah mm -hmm. just really you know i got to learn more of your heart we we're roommates for a few days yeah <laughs> i remember <laughs> uh we were also sneaking off in the middle of the night to mm -hmm. uh, eat some halal guys oh right? yeah, halal guys. yeah. <laughs> that was that amazing was really good that was a truck oh my gosh yes yeah. <laughs> so you must be uh super busy this past season just uh you're a videographer by trade mm -hmm. so neil is uh the owner of motion and story focusing on videography photography uh weddings commercials mm -hmm. um events am i missing anything else here um no that's pretty much it yeah commercials and then i do hands hand select few weddings every year yeah so. um how did you get started in this business and in this industry um how did i get started well after high school i i just got into photography and um from there i just uh, throughout the years, I, I went to like a uh, community college here in Hawaii. And then when I finished that doing um, digital media, I went to San Francisco and did commercial photography there uh, for my bachelor's. Um, so I lived in San Francisco for four years and then worked in LA for two. And then ever since, I've still been doing video and all that. Um, I'm glad, you know, filmmaking has taken me around the world, like been going to places, you know, ever since I was, what, 20 years old. Wow. And um, that's 20 years old was, that was the time you were in San Francisco around? Um, or? No, 21, 20, 21 years old. No, this was before San Francisco. I went on a, like, documentary trip. Oh, wow. Filming. Um, it was about, it was like when... Uh, human trafficking wasn't even a big thing yet, um, but I went on a month-long trip to Africa, India, and then London. Um, so that was my young experience, you know, because, uh, and I just found out that it wasn't actually for me, you know, yeah, yeah, documentary, yeah. <laughs> filmmaking, especially when it comes to like those kind of issues, but I don't know, I was young back then. and Yeah, just, just to have that experience, yeah, have to that go experience, and travel. And learning to not like, I mean, you you feel like so much emotion but trying to stay objective at what the story you're trying to tell yeah um so yeah i've traveled there um i went to new york with you. new york yeah that was uh, amazing. i've been to the outer islands many times to film weddings and yeah um how i mean just your whole transformation as a videographer as a photographer mm -hmm. as an artist i'm sure has changed so much over time from mm -hmm. the time where you went to college and maybe we're in san francisco even yeah. technology right yeah 
constantly morphing, mm -hmm. constantly changing, and then I'm sure you constantly um, upping your craft and yeah. your creativity. So how has that, that transformation been for you, just being able to see this mm. whole evolution of, even just cameras, yeah. right? Cameras have changed ever since we were, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, like even five to 10 years ago, right? The whole yeah. game has changed. Yeah, um, I mean, I, when I started in video, I was still editing on mini DV, Tapes. Uh, I'm that sure was, millennials have no idea yeah, what you're talking about. <laughs> that was like the last few tapes that um, we used in cameras. Yeah, and, and that was and like you have in to the... digitize it. Yeah, right, right. You right. have to put it into the computer because it was still on a tape. And then and even then, back in the day, that was such an upgrade from what, what yeah. was it like beta to the VHS? Tapes, and so, yeah, I forgot what the bigger ones are called. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like VHS? beta cam. Oh, or, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like so antiquated, right? But then going yeah. from DV or from mm -hmm. digital video, right? Yeah. So I mean, throughout all those years, you know, technology has changed, and it's be, just being in this uh, like cam, like working with cameras, you have to be flexible and. You kind of always have to be learning your craft because technology is changing. Um, but the way we tell stories, um, the way we light um, for film, it's like those are like uh, the basis of which to like a good foundation of, you know, telling stories. And um, yeah, so cameras will always change. Um, that's why I, I actually enjoy more lighting gear and uh, everything but the camera right, cameras right. are good like yeah. you get it's easy to get excited about them but they always change within two yeah. three years so. there's always going to be more <laughs> megapixels mm -hmm. and there's going to be like oh 4k to 6k to 8k yeah. to 16k to mm -hmm. i don't know 32k i don't even know if that's a thing but it's, For sure. things are just constantly improving but like you were mm -hmm. sharing that there's certain uh like pillars or certain mm -hmm. things that just no matter what they remain the same composition yeah lighting mm -hmm. um framing all that kind of stuff audio right? audio is a big audio. thing um you know like i've been really trying to put emphasis on my films with mm -hmm. audio because it is really half your film oh if, my gosh if you make a video or a film a short film with just pretty pictures then that's all it is it's it's like an instagram film. yeah no but great audio is, audio yeah. is like will put you over the top or separate you from how your story is being told uh, you can watch a beautiful movie without sound and like still not be connected with it. But that's why audio is so important. Oh my goodness, yes. Um, it, it lifts your images to another level. And yeah, and the structure of the story, you know, um, just what kind of trials are your characters or your subject, the person you're interviewing, what kind of things they're going through and how they're overcoming it and how they have changed throughout that process. So, mm, so I could just see you uh, learning a lot. Maybe it was from in the beginning from school to mm -hmm. maybe different work environments before you went solo. Um, what were some of the, the, the key ingredients or the key things that you learned from other people as mm -hmm. you were just starting to formulate ideas to say, no, no, no it's gonna be time to go on my own. Yeah. Um, Actually, honestly, I was working for a company doing video full time, and then I was also ha I had my business um, on the side, so that's like a pretty good setup where you know you don't know if you can do video full time yet. Yeah, there's that risk, right? Yeah, and so you have a full time job maybe, and then you're you're trying to start your video thing on the side, and that was a good setup because you're getting income from your main job, but you're also um, you know you're also working with a few clients when you have time here and there on the weekends or whatever at nights um, to do your video thing and um, yeah I actually I got laid off after a few years at this one company 
and then it was just kind of it was, was 2019 so wow. it actually worked out um i was i had enough networking where, where i met you like what 2016 2017 okay, we went on yes, a trip yes. to new york and just from there i already built up a network where awesome. you know i had enough video connections i could do jobs i i had my own clients um so it was actually a blessing in disguise yeah so it kind of just propels you into okay you got to do what you got to do no and definitely you got to have courage yeah it's uncomfortable but you know you just move towards that being uncomfortable sure. and then just overcome and you know you that's where you really find out how creative you are or, oh absolutely yeah that muscle that you want to yeah. just build <laughs> no i love how you were just able to wisely navigate around that through yeah like first starting with that stability but then mm -hmm. taking on projects as you could afford with your schedule and your time but just yeah. slowly starting to see that build up and saying like probably like having this epiphany being like wait, wait i can kind of do this on my mm -hmm. own right and yeah. at what point did you know i'm sure a lot of up-and-coming videographers right they're mm -hmm. maybe in the same position where they are working for somebody else but they are thinking you know like yeah i want to one day just be able to run my own whether it's a mm -hmm. freelance studio or maybe they're going to build a video empire yeah right but just that that turning point Mm -hmm. um at what point did you know okay now it's time where mm -hmm. where i can yeah just that two-week paycheck right because yeah. it's losing that stability <laughs> uh -huh. it, it's one of the scariest things and on top of that benefits yeah and you have many mouths to feed to your right, uh -huh. with your household yeah so that that's a good point you bring up i mean i have two boys that are the ages of uh one uh four and three four and three they're almost two years apart and um i have another baby coming on the way could be any time now, maybe in a few weeks. Um, but at that time when I was thinking, you know, when I, I got laid off at my job and I was already doing videography, my own business stuff on the side, um, <clears throat> I guess what kind of advice could I give? I guess, you know, you can still pursue your video job and all that. Uh, you, you should start off with how, how I had it. I think it's a good experience. Um, starting off with a job that you've had and then just working your side job on the weekends and all that if you want to you know do your youtube thing on the side and all that so it's a really good uh, it was just a good opportunity it was just time I, I didn't have any other choice um my like benefits and all that you know you think about it like i, I um my wife uh, i just kind of went under her her insurance and we just worked it Lots out from it. there yeah. you know just the teamwork aspect um, as far as far as for healthcare and all that, um, yeah. And then I, you know, I've I saved up some money for my business, and then and then some of that money I also invested into the stock market, which I <laughs> I didn't do until last year when yeah you know when when it was 2020. But that kind of <laughs> helped you um, provide some extra stability, even on mm. the side. Maybe if the video side was a little bit slower, or yeah, at least you have something that's kind of moving and. Exactly. being able to pay some bills right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that was a that was a good experience um now now that we're here um i'm trying to you know start a youtube channel yeah uh, I actually i had my motion and store youtube channel but i've never really put stuff on there but now i'm looking to provide value for people teach people some stuff and kind of going past through you know like m my personal insecurities as and as, as an artist um I think I have some value to offer. Um, I, I, I got licensed for my drone as awesome. a, a drone wow. pilot to do commercial work. 
And so I learned a lot and um, I'm just trying to take one aspect or one concept at a time and then teaching that. And then even if no one watches, it's kind of like I can go look back on it and I can relearn the things that I learned throughout the years. Oh, absolutely. And, but we, if people gain value from it, then that's just a oh, plus that's, from that, there. That's so, so huge. Um, what you just mentioned right there where um, your heart is, yeah you've been blessed to be able to work with amazing clients and do cool work and, mm -hmm. and build uh, amazing relationships. But now um, this new aspect of just really wanting to almost like give back, right? Through your channel, right? Where, um, yeah, I'm sure there's just a ton of uh, creatives, whether they're, mm -hmm. maybe they're just starting to um, explore the scene or maybe they're just getting into vi uh, a videography cameras drones or whatnot yeah. um, there's a lot of questions that people have right like how do you how do you get licensed uh, yeah. uh, uh, what happens when you're in a I know I was just talking to a friend mm. about this because I was just on a shoot before we're shooting yeah. right now we we're talking about drone licensing mm. and he was telling me the story about how how he was on a commercial shoot yeah. and uh, he was in a zone where I guess he wasn't even allowed to take off Mm. And he had to oh, yeah. just do all this research, even though yeah. he was licensed, um, they had restrictions that yeah. were kind of built around. And here his client is breathing down his neck, being like, where's the footage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like on his phone Googling, like, how do I, yeah. how do I circumnavigate around this? Mm -hmm. But I'm sure people can learn from your experience mm -hmm. through situations like that, where yeah. they don't have to make those mistakes, but they can learn from mm -hmm. it. That's funny you bring that up because um, actually when I got my license, it was... I was thinking about getting the drone license, the part 107 for a few years, but I never really followed through on it. Um, but then I think last summer, my wife was like, or two summers ago, my wife was pushing me like, you know, you should get your drone license and kind of like putting it in there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take these two weeks mm. off and just study for it. Yeah. I watched um, certain YouTube videos, which I could help. Right. Uh, if you guys have questions on that, awesome. I could provide the links, um, how I learned and yeah. then just did that. But yeah, um, and then a few months after that, I landed a huge client, you know, wow. flying the drone here in no Hawaii. Way. Yeah. And it was a big contract and it was like a two month long project just flying the drone. Sure. And it was just, you know, like mapping out 3D, mapping out for, um, you know, some of the state buildings here. And awesome. so this was a pretty big solar client. And it, it just worked out. I got yeah, my drone the license that and you had, yeah. the client, I didn't know I was going to get them because jobs come and go, they come quick. And like, if I didn't have my license, you know, four months before that, yeah. um, I wouldn't have been able oh my to gosh. do that job. So <laughs> I'm sure for the common drone flyer, you know, there's this question in terms of maybe, oh, you know, I can kind of get away with it, right? I don't mm -hmm. need to get licensed. And, yeah. you know, if I don't get asked or if they don't ask for my certification or whatnot, I can still... Yeah make amazing footage and deliver mm -hmm. and give them a good product but what yeah. are the benefits of saying that like no you're going to actually go through this process which mm. i hear it's uh, yeah. kind of grueling in terms of the things that you learn some things aren't really yeah. applicable to to yeah. even drone flying you're learning about i don't know um mm -hmm. airplane how to yeah. how to read uh <laughs> airplane symbols and you're like yeah. oh like you don't even land a drone on an airplane mm -hmm. field right let alone uh, exactly but but what's the importance of having to go through that process and what kind of mm. confidence does that give you um, going yeah. ahead working with um, clients that actually want to hire you just for mm -hmm. drone uh, shooting? Yeah, first of all, I mean, the Part 107 test, the drone test is is a test that the FAA requires for, um, for drone pilots who want to make money off of it. Um, so 
Yeah, just going through that. It's a class where you learn about being a. You're essentially a pilot. They, you're a drone pilot, so you'll learn stuff like things that you learn as you're gonna fly a real airplane. Yeah. So you're gonna have to learn all that lingo, and just how to read maps wow. and all that. So you you gotta learn how to read maps. You gotta learn how to tell weather patterns. So you're like a weatherman now. <laughs> yeah, I was just about and to then, say. Um, you can be the next guy Huggy too. Yeah, exactly. Lie Huggy now. Lie Rarely um, do you, I mean, they hardly mention drones. They do mention drones, but it's more just aeronautical stuff. Um, just the basics. They want you to get on 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 the same page. Yeah. You know, as you're, because fl you're flying in the airspace of, not really, you're, you're not really flying in the airspace of airplanes, but you're way below that. Um, but it's just good to know what will affect the flight and and how, what what make who's in charge when something goes bad, you know? Oh, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm just sure just that yeah. coverage of even a client knowing that you're licensed, right? Rather than just mm. some kid that just yeah. bought a drone on on yeah. Amazon and just is just starting yeah. to fly, but that that there's actually backing that you have mm -hmm. uh, with that certification. Yeah. Uh, insurance is another huge thing too. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure, right? Just for coverage yeah. or incidental things that might happen if you're at a <laughs> wedding and maybe you chop off somebody's uh, hat or something like that. Right? <laughs> yeah. So the liability, yeah, there's a drone insurance. Um, there's a few that I've, I've looked up online and I can also share that kind of those resources. There's so many questions, but it, it at first it sounds daunting and kind of scary, but right. you know, drones nowadays are, they're very actually pretty intuitive it's yeah, pretty technology right to crash one i mean I'm, I'm speaking for like drones that are bigger than the phantom 4 pro yeah, or right, the right. mavics right so certain um, advanced yeah of yeah so I, I i don't really trust the small drones because yeah they don't really do well in you know but when we're talking about the the more consumer drones and the bigger drones um those are more safer uh to fly yeah and, yeah i would fly it over water every time so it's it's good. I fly for weddings and that's awesome. You know, a lot of different kind of use use. Uh, the future is going to be using a lot of drone technology. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe when we're old men and we'll be flying, yes, we'll be transporting drones. I don't know. <laughs> Next five years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to speak to you about um, just creativity, and I'm sure mm -hmm. as you were. Uh, forming your business and even just even before that having ideas of wanting to one day go solo i feel like even like myself where the emphasis at first is a lot on the artistry on on the videography on the mm -hmm. editing on the cuts on the all the different cool things that you can do to tell the story in a yeah. in a creative way um i'm sure there's a lot of young videographers that, that are starting up in that way, but maybe mm -hmm. they're not business savvy. They don't know how to use QuickBooks. Uh, mm -hmm. They don't know how to speak to clients or even even some are just so, uh, I remember, yeah, when I was starting out, I was more fixated on just the computer, but when it came to even just general mm -hmm. people skills, I was, I was just horrible and I yeah. didn't know how to land my first client, but I knew mm -hmm. how to do cool work. Mm -hmm. And so um, how do you cross that bridge of, being yeah. yeah ultra creative to saying okay well now i have to figure out how to be a businessman too yeah so this was something that i also learned in school um when i went to school in san francisco at the academy of art university um was business classes because you can be a good artist but if you don't know how to do the business side it's kind of hard like you're just going to be stuck at being a good artist mm, that nobody knows yeah <laughs> so the business side is you kind of have to you have to really have you know have a good foundation absolutely and, um don't 
short don't short sell yourself you know know what the value you're bringing um i had i learned i went through like many invoicing apps as well throughout the years before it was more like excel sheets and all that thank god for quickbooks now. yeah <laughs> well, yeah i use fresh books but fresh um, books. yes just pretty similar to quickbooks yeah, yeah. and um th that kind of thing it just helps with how you're be branding yourself so when someone asks you oh how much is this you instead of just sending them an email with like a price and all that like i'll just send the invoice that has our a motion and story letterhead yeah. and all that and everything's professional and clean and just to the point you know so uh stuff like that helps um talking to clients is i think i mean a lot of it is uh word of mouth as well just the networking that you've built up throughout the years and just um uh networking you know just yeah especially over here in hawaii right? yeah especially in hawaii <laughs> um as far as like uh yeah pretty much networking i kind of lost my train of thought there no it's yeah. okay it's good i'll help us so, yeah. you back yeah. um when it comes to the creative process, let's mm. say if I was a client and uh, I said, hey, Neil, yeah. I love your work on your portfolio, motion mm. and story, guys hire them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, let's say if I was getting married or, mm. or if I had an event that I wanted to capture or even um, yeah. maybe it had a 60 second commercial spot, what's your process in terms mm -hmm. of how do you start those conversations and when it goes to, uh, yeah, what drives your creativity and yeah. In, um, in ways that you can help the client achieve their vision and even mm -hmm. beyond? Yeah, um, when a client comes to me with a project idea, um, the thing is when you're working with clients, it's like you're not gonna be, many times you're not gonna be able to just have it be your own vision. You're right. gonna have to collaborate with them. So um, you're gonna have to take what their perspective is, what their goal is, wh what kind of audience they're speaking to uh, you want to be well versed on who you're speaking to because then the message will get across even just keywords that you use um, That kind of perk people up when they hear these words. It's almost like for you the clients to, yeah, yeah, you have to get into their mind a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? so it's like sociology, you know, just understanding how how people think and um, What they're kind of drawn to what's what's viral at the moment stuff like that um, just being a, a good communicator and understanding the the whole project as a whole um yeah so i after a client comes i just kind of think of shots that could visually what could really tell the story of what this project is needs to be whether it's like i i really enjoy lighting and film and cinematography you know that this the the thing about cinematography is not just all about cameras is it, you're telling um you're telling someone how to shape the light oh absolutely or um how that how does the color of the light tell the the, the story of the what's being told and all of that you know so um, those are the kind of things that really get my gears going creativity going I like to reference movies there's like websites like uh, shot decked where it's just screenshots of of movies and nice. I just use those as references yeah, whether yeah. it's like lighting where the lights coming from the back or if the front you know all of that tells the mood of if you want it to be happy or um, if, if they're trying to overcome a trial and all that. So it's not just what they're saying on camera, but everything else that's happening too and, and all of that. So yeah. that's the kind of process I have to go through. No, absolutely. Um, you've been at the game for, what, 10 plus years, right? 10 years, yeah. And uh, yeah, so to be able to run a successful freelance um, operation, especially mm -hmm. in a time like this, did you see uh, COVID 
um, kind of push your limits in terms of uh, yep. maybe different types of projects or even just how mm -hmm. much more important video is during this time. Yeah. Yeah. So video actually turned out to be a good thing, you know, during COVID and the lockdowns last year, the clients that I kind of knew where I just doing one or two projects with them in a year, um, they were calling me to do more projects because they couldn't reach their clients wherever they mm -hmm. were, you know, whether their clients were in Japan and they were in the tourism industry and they, could, the uh, tourists couldn't fly here to Hawaii so how could we communicate and stay in touch with those guys so um, I would provide those video elements and yeah just stuff like that video turned out to be a really important role in how we stay connected with people um, it yeah it just kind of helped out you know just kind of see how the world was changing no absolutely and how, yes. how you can continue to learn new things every time so. um just as somebody that has continued going with the times mm -hmm. um I'm, I'm always constantly seeing you learn uh new technologies even the 3d cameras you were doing mm -hmm. for some real estate projects yeah. but always seeing you be on the cutting edge of just kind of what's next in the video world um <laughs> what would you say looking uh you know, whether it's five to 10 years out, what, what's next for motion and story? Um, or what would you like to project and maybe there's future endeavors yeah. or things you would like to get into? Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm at the point of my career where I have clients on the side to, you know, pay the bills and to still stay creative and collaborate with, but I'm also at the, the time in my life, you know, being in my mid thirties and doing more passion projects so i just made a short film of you know just um it was kind of like an announcement of our third child like I saw that. what I gender saw that. will be um you know i really enjoy photographing my kids and just kind of seeing the world through their eyes um i mean i'm going to reference the bible because you know it is a part of my life absolutely and, and you know like when jesus talked about like seeing life through the eyes of a, mm. like having the childlike you know perspective yes. and so having my own kids like i see that and <clears throat> um they teach me a lot every day too and just you know they they're the big blessings but they're they're also a lot of things that i'm learning from them because yeah. i think they are like little geniuses you know mm, um, just the way that they see the yeah, world the way, the way that things. they imagine mm -hmm. and i kind of miss those yeah. days honestly yeah. <laughs> right because so i remember when i was like a kid you know when i was um say like my my kid he likes to my my oldest son he likes to play basketball and he's sometimes he's playing by himself you know and i used to play when i was growing up playing um sports and no one was around i would have mm -hmm. to play you know basketball myself and then you know just you know that imagination of like thinking you're on a team but you're the only one there and just having that creativity um i see that in him and then i always think on yeah. michael jordan or yeah. kobe bryant all the time <laughs> exactly so, nobody gives me any attention <laughs> yeah <laughs> well neil we're down to our last few minutes but i just want to oh. give you um just a little spot Mm -hmm. for you if there's yet yeah, whether it's motion and story maybe you have an encouraging word um, but just yeah. for you to address the camera uh, right in front and just to let you at it okay so um yeah i just i'm just part of this i'm just in this uh moment in my journey of filmmaking and as a father as a husband um as a family man uh i'm making more things that are more meaningful to me so i've been really focusing on how to really tell better stories and the structure of stories um and i have a youtube channel that uh, I've, i'm going to be putting out more content with and 
I'm just finishing up a drone tutorial as we talked a lot about drones here. So it's gonna, the, this video is gonna be called, uh, you know, how to get a cinematic drone shot, like um, doing an orbital shot where you're going in a circle, but you're also focusing on one subject. And it's how you can see that in so many movies. Um, that's gonna be a tutorial that I'm gonna be releasing. And many more other filmmaking tips um, as we go along. I don't know, it's just my, I feel like I'm still young in my filmmaking journey, even though it's been, you know, 10 years working sure. with cameras. Um, yeah, I've, it's just time that Motion Story and myself, we put out content out there that people can learn from and can practice and, you know, just learn, yeah, learn new, new techniques and just learn to tell better stories. So, um, yeah, uh, subscribe to my channel, uh, Motion and Story, uh, on YouTube. You can just search for Motion and Story. Um, and then there's my Instagram and, um, yeah, Instagram yeah, we'll and put Vimeo all those channel links, and all yeah, that. So. In the description box below, we'll, yep. we'll be sure to definitely plug you. And if mm -hmm. people want to get connected and just learn from you and see yep. your work or even prospective clients, then hire this guy. Okay. Uh, but that's all the time that we have left here today on I Am Talk and just as a fellow videographer I'm just always constantly inspired by mm -hmm. just your outlook and your passion and just your um, you actually doing so many creative things um, in terms of projects creativity building mm -hmm. community and so forth so I'm yeah. looking towards I'm looking forward to our next time that we can eat halal guys yeah um, definitely so make it pleasure happen. to be here man yeah thank this you so good. much Neil and God bless everyone take care instant motion I would love to thank you for hanging out with us here on I Am Talk. Hit the subscribe button to stay in tune with our channel. Oh, and don't forget to tap that bell icon to get notifications on the latest episodes coming your way. We're always looking for the next guests to talk story with here on I Am Talk. So if you just shoot me an email at alex at I'll be sure to shoot a guest application your way. Well guys, it's all for now. Until our next episode of I Am Talk, this is Alex, and I'm out. Peace.